What is going on, Callaway Sports fans? It is your host, Kevin Callaway, and I am back here January 1st, 2022 to kick off a new season. First off, before I kick off this new season, I would like to dedicate this season to my late great mother, Stephanie Eudora Ward-Jones. Lost my mother uh, in October of October of last year, and I just haven't been able to uh, really find the confidence and the courage to put some of these episodes out, but it's a new year. I have new strength, and I'm going to continue to push forward with my podcast the way that she would want me to. So I'm ded- I'm I'm dedicating this entire season and every episode after that to my mother. Um, I thank you guys for being patient with me. Um, I thank you guys for still just being supportive. I still see the numbers go up on my previous podcast episodes from three, four months ago, man. So I thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for bearing with me. But um, this next episode to kick off 2022 will be the 2021 review and, you know, things we want to see in this year with sports, man. We got the NBA review, NFL review, and, of course, my favorites, the combat sports, boxing, and UFC reviews, man. So stay tuned, man, and uh, thank you guys. All right, man, let's get into it, man. Just like I said, man, uh, we got the 2021 year review, man. So I'm back. It's just as simple as that, man. Callaway Sports is back once again. We're going to get the ball rolling the right way to start off 2022, man. Like I said, man, the theme of this year's podcast is new strength. So what you can look forward to in this episode, man, is uh, key moments for me in sports this year when it comes down to NBA, NFL, boxing, and UFC, mixed martial arts. Uh, So... Y'all know the deal, man. Y'all know the drill. Stay tuned. I'm going to let this instrument run. We're going to jump right into it, baby. get into it y'all man uh i'm not gonna take too much of y'all time number one uh like i said man, i have to build a lot of confidence and courage to get back uh to this man but uh i'm feeling good i'm feeling better and uh as usual we're gonna jump right into it man nba review for 2021 uh for me i've seen better years of basketball i've watched a lot of basketball and uh in my life so um all in all it was a good year we capped this year off as far as the two, the 2021 season. <clears throat> Excuse me. We capped it off with Giannis and the Bucks winning the NBA Finals. Uh, I love that for them. And to jump right into it, man, the best NBA player for me in 2021 is the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, he's just been dominant, man, in uh, being able to win the Finals this past year. Uh, Pretty much just capped it off for me. And then going into what he's doing this year, uh, it just shows how dumb he is. Of course, there's a lot of great players out there. Uh, KD, LeBron, even at his age, what Steph is doing, what Jokic is doing. and you know. But for me, uh, Giannis stands out the most as being the best NBA player uh, for me. Best team has to go to the Bucks as well. Uh, 
just off of them winning the NBA Finals last year. Going into this year, you know, they've had their struggles. Uh, but still, for me, uh, they're the team to beat, you know. They're the team to beat. So, they're my best NBA team, man. Uh, I do feel like it's going to change. I do feel like it's going to change going into 2022. I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards a team like um, Brooklyn or a team like uh, – the Golden State Warriors as being the best team for 2022. But moving on, man, uh, teams to watch. Teams to watch to go into 2022 for me uh, is the Memphis Grizzlies going off of what they were able to accomplish last season, getting to the play-in tournament, uh, and then going to this this season. I believe they're like fourth or fifth in the West, man. Uh, they had a 10-2 and stretch without John Morant, which is their franchise and their centerpiece. So for them to be consistent and still be very, very good with or without Ja, it just shows that they're the team to um to watch. Um I love what I see from them, especially what they were able to do the other night against the Lakers coming back from like nineteen down, man. Uh they're fun to watch, you know, they're fun to watch. And we all know uh that the Western Conference is 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 a tough conference. So for them to be thriving right now uh, I love it. So 2022, my team to watch is the Memphis Grizzlies. One thing is, one team that we also have to watch is the Los Angeles Lakers. Man, <clears throat> they are, uh, they're still struggling. You know, they're still struggling. And at this point, I feel like you know, it's kind of getting old, man. You know, it's kind of getting old. Uh, it's tough to see. You know, especially when you're when you're rooting for the Lakers, man, uh, going off of last season, uh, losing in the first round to the Suns, uh, AD can't stay healthy, you know. <clears throat> let's just let's just be completely honest with that, man. The guy can't stay healthy. Um, I don't feel like LeBron is choosing or you know really acquiring the best talent to put around him. Um, like I said, man, you know I've been gone a while. So you guys really don't know how I feel about certain things. But one thing that I can say is that I wanted these guys to go after Kyle Lowry before the trade deadline last year. I want the guys to go after DeMar DeRozan over uh, Russ uh, going into this offseason. So it's just, you know, it's just not a good fit for me. Do I feel like they can improve, you know, possibly? But, you know, only time will tell. But the Lakers are also a team to watch because they've been so disappointing. Uh, since winning the NBA championship in 2020. Uh, you know, LeBron has had big games, even, you know, at his age, but he's having these big games and they're, lose, and they're still losing. So, obviously, something isn't working, man. Uh, but uh, also, you know, Golden State. Golden State is uh, improving from last season going to this season with uh, with Steph and those guys, but they're also doing it without Clay and James Wiseman. So, uh, it only, you know, of course, we think and we can only speculate on how good they can really be when those two guys get back so uh, like I said man 2022 the month of January Clay Thompson's return should be coming soon and you know we're all just we're all just waiting for that uh, along with with Wiseman so I love what I see from Golden State I love what I see from Steph him getting the the three point record was for me the moment you know it was a moment for me to see him, you know, 
to be able to get that record. I've been watching Steph for a long time since, you know, since the college days in Davidson. So, you know, just to see all the hard work he's put in, you know, to see it pay off. Love Steph, man. Really do, you know. Love his game. Uh, and and I love what he and the Golden State Warriors as a team is doing, man. But uh, coming up next, man, like I said, I won't take too much of uh, of your time. We're just keying in on, you know, just just, just main points for me. Uh, the NFL segment is coming up next, man. But as far as basketball, what I really, really want to look forward to in 2022 to see if, if the Lakers can bounce back. I want to see um, how Brooklyn's going to handle the whole Kyrie situation, him playing just the road games, man. I want to see if the Warriors can get even better, you know. Uh, and also, you know, I want to see what the Sixers are going to do with Ben Simmons, man. You know, is, is Ben Simmons going to be a Sixer or is, you know, is he going to go elsewhere? You know, there's still a lot to look forward to. You know, a lot of things can change. A lot of things can happen in this season. Uh, but just like myself, I'm pretty sure you guys are staying tuned, man. So let's get into this NFL segment coming up next. All right, y'all, let's get into this NFL segment. I'm over here struggling, so my allergies are, are, are killing me right now, but we're going to finish through, man. So if y'all hear me sneezing, man, please excuse me. Uh, but, man, NFL review, man, Brady and the Bucks took the Super Bowl in 2021 and going into the 2021-2022 season, uh, they're, still, they're still very, very consistent, man. So uh, for me, Brady and those guys on the best team, uh, they have some real, real tough competition when it comes down to the Packers because the Packers have been very consistent from the 2020-2021 season and, you know, 2021-2022 season. Uh, but got to go with Brady and the Bucks. They're the team to beat those guys. Uh, have looked very, very well. I'm, I'm eager to see and a thing to watch here in 2022 as uh, we're nearing the end of the season is uh, how good can they be without Chris Godwin, uh, who's out for the season. You know, how good can they be without him uh, with Brady losing the target? I mean, he's got a lot of weapons over there, but still. Chris Godwin is uh, a big piece of that team, man, you know. So not having him is uh, is going to, you know, kind of kind of take away some things. <clears throat> but also, man, um, for me, it's very, very tough to key in on the best NFL player because there's so many great guys out there, so many, you know, positions in football so many guys who are you know top of the line in their uh in their position you know um but for me the most consistent guy the most dominant guy uh has has got to be Aaron Donald you know we know what we get from Aaron Donald every single year we know that he's in the running for defensive player of the year every year for you know he's he's never top 3 you know he's 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 top 2 if you know Majority of the time, he's number one. So, Aaron Donald is my best NFL player. Uh, he's just, for me, he's just the single most dominant player. Uh, he's getting some competition on the offensive end with guys like Devontae Adams. For me, what I've seen from Devontae Adams this year has just been nothing short of spectacular. Of course, Cooper Cup has been well, uh, but we're going off of, and, you know, all of 2021, you know, not just this season. Um but what Tay has been able to do from the end of 2021 season and going into this 2022 season, I've loved what I've seen from him um, as well. You know, 
teams really don't have an answer for Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. You know, for me, the, the best quarterback where I would see with duo in the league. But, uh, yeah, most definitely Aaron Donald is my most dominant player. <clears throat> One thing that, you know, I really want to look forward to in 2022 when it comes down to the um, this football season is, I mean, the NFC is looking very, very strong. I, I do feel a NFC team will win the Super Bowl for me right now. The Super Bowl favorites, in my opinion, is the Green Bay Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers and those guys, is they got a lot going for them, you know. They got a lot going for them. They're looking very, very good and strong. Uh, I love what I'm seeing from the Chiefs. The Chiefs went through a rough patch with, you know, Mahomes and, you know, just – Seemed as if they were struggling to play football, but they, you know, they've caught their groove back. They're the best team in, in the AFC for me. <clears throat> Once again, love what I'm seeing from them. Um, but for 2022, I want to see what team can really challenge the Packers. What team can really challenge the Bucks? Um, I love what I'm seeing from some of these young AFC teams, like the Dolphins, uh, like the Bengals. You know, for me, uh, the Bengals are the team to watch in 2022 going into, you know, the playoffs and things like that. What Joe Burrow is able to do is is spectacular with Chase and Tyler Boyd and all those guys. But um, with that being said, can they really – can they compete with the top AFC teams like, you know, the Chiefs, like the Bills, and, you know, <clears throat> just eager to see how they're able to uh, – match up against those teams. Uh love what I'm seeing from the Rams also out in the uh out in the NFC. You know, getting getting OBJ was the big thing for me. Uh for them just adding to what they already had with what Cooper Cup has been able to do. Nothing short of spectacular right now to me. Uh he and Jonathan Taylor is uh probably, you know, toughest offensive weapons just going off of this season. Jonathan Taylor has been, you know, my favorite player to watch this year. I mean, I'm just being completely honest. He's been my favorite player to watch. He's my player to watch in 2022. Uh, So remember that. Remember this. Jonathan Taylor is my player to watch. Uh, And it's like I said, football is a lot of guys to really just choose from. But for me, it's Jonathan Taylor to see the leap he's made from uh, his rookie year to this year. Um, Spectacular, awesome, great, you know, all of those words describe what he's been able to do this season. And teams have not really been able to stop him either. Um, But another short, brief break, man. Like I said, I'm over here struggling with my allergies. I'm I'm, I'm holding holding in these sneezes the best way I can. But uh, coming up next is going to be our biggest part of the segment. I'm going to combine both the boxing and the UFC segment. Combat Sports segment, the year in review. It's coming up next, so stay tuned. All right, man, let's get into our Combat Sports segment, man. And for me, I've always said this, and uh, I remember telling my mom this a few years back. I said, when it comes down to, for me, in my opinion, the best sport or best sports in the world, of course, you know, you got some people that they go with things like football, basketball, soccer. But for me, what I tell people is this. You're walking down the street, you see, some, you know, see a group of guys, 
playing basketball, you see a group of guys playing football, you see, you know, a group playing soccer. But you, and then, at the end of the corner, you see a fight going on. Which one are you really going to go to? People are going to go to that fight, man. So I've always said that, you know, combat sports, despite, you know, despite the rough part and, you know, the things that we don't want to see in combat sports, to me, is the most exciting sport in the world. So let's get into it, man. Our boxing review. We're going to jump it off with our fighter of the year. And this is a no-brainer, man. It is Saul Canelo Alvarez. Saul Canelo Alvarez had a great 2021, uh, capping it off with becoming the first ever undisputed super middleweight champion. Uh, on his way to doing that, defeated Billy Joe Saunders and then uh, took the IBL from my guy, Caleb Plant, in what was a very good fight to me. Uh, but for me, yeah, it's a no-brainer that Canelo is the fight of the year, man. Uh, he set out to, he set out that that goal. He achieved it, you know, and, and, and he did it in a spectacular way, spectacular fa- uh, fashion to be the first to do something. Uh, Got to go with him. You know, he was already pound for pound number one, in my opinion. Uh, and and he just solidified his spot with what he uh, with what he was able to do this year. He just solidified that he's just number one. I don't really see too many people um, going past Canelo. You know, Canelo has to lose for him to lose his number one spot. Uh, in my opinion, but <clears throat> fight of the year for me, man, Wilder versus Fury, Fury versus Wilder, however you want to say that trilogy fight was everything that they set out for it to be, man. Uh, Wilder, you see that he made some changes early in the fight, and then uh, he got knocked down by Fury. He ended up knocking Fury down twice, and you know, kind of. Kind of went back to his old ways, but all in all, it was an exciting fight. Love what I seen from uh, those guys in that fight. Back and forth, back and forth. I believe it was five knockdowns total up until Fury got the uh, Fury got the big knockout punch over Wilder. I mean, that fight had all the fireworks, you know. So uh, for me, that's my fight of the year. I don't, I don't you know, there's a lot of great fights this year. Uh, it was great to see these fights with fans, you know, in them as well but uh nothing tops fury and uh wilder that trilogy fight had all the fireworks had more fireworks on the fourth of july for me you know it had more fireworks than you know new year's uh for me you know i loved every every bit of that fight all the way up until the end it, it was great so fury and wilder the trilogy is my fight of the year fighters to watch in 2000 ah, 2022 excuse me First, we're going to go with the guy who, in my opinion, had the upset of the year, George Cambosis. Uh, he got the finish over, uh, excuse me, I'm wrong on that. Uh, he was able to defeat Teofimo Lopez in what was a very, 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 very good showing from him, man. I love what I've seen from George Cambosis in that fight. Uh, his boxing looked very, very sharp. Um, he picked the right shots. He was able to weather the storm, takes, you know what I'm saying, take some big shots, you know, Cambosa uh, looked very good, so he's he's my father watch to, in 2022 because of I think a lot of people underestimate what Cambosa can do. I think he showed it by what he can do against somebody like Tia Fimo, and uh, yeah, he's somebody that we need to watch in 2022. Uh, it's a lot of fights to be made in that lightweight division, so just wait and see which you know which path or route he's going to take. Whether it's Devin Haney, whether it's uh, Loma, whether it's Tank, you know. It doesn't matter. The world will be watching 
George Cambosa's next move. Uh, next on the list, man, is Jerron Boots Ennis at the in the welterweight division. Man, Boots has always been a guy to watch for me, and and every fight he has, he he just he just makes you want to see more of him. You know, uh, in his in his last fight in two thousand twenty-one, defeating Thomas Delorme in the first round with a, I mean, just a beautiful stoppage. Everything looked looked good. He looked sharp, and he you know he put the welterweights on. He put the worst weights on notice, you know. Uh, he's he, he's a guy to watch in 2022 because I feel that he would get a title fight in 2022. And we know who are the title holders in the worst weight division. We got Terrence Crawford. We got Earl Spencer. We got your Dennis Ugas. And, uh, you know, we're just waiting on the official fight date for Ugas and Spence. Uh, they're pushing for March and April. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, so... If I'm Terrence Crawford, you know, I will wait this out. I know some people are saying, you know, well, why won't Terrence Crawford fight Jerron Boots Ennis? You know, if you're Terrence Crawford and you know what you're really looking for, you're looking for a big money fight. He's a free agent now. He's no longer with top rank. And you really know that you've been wanting Spence, you know, for the past three years, four years, however long it's been. You know, you're going to wait this one out. You're going to wait to see the outcome of Spence versus Ugas. And then you get the winner of that. And uh, I feel that... Uh, Jerron Ennis should get the one of that fight. He's the most impressive welterweight, in my opinion, that's not a title holder. Uh, he's earned it, you know. He's been active. He's been finishing fights. So, Boots is a guy to watch in 2022. Next on the list is none other than Javante Tank Davis. Gotta watch and see what Tank's gonna do. Tank is a must-see TV. Uh, his last fight being Isak Cruz. He got a decision win. Uh, Isak was a very, very game, man. I, I really like what I seen from uh, Cruz. And uh, also, uh, we seen Tank move up to 140 and get the uh, victory against Mario Barrios. And it was a great fight. So, when you think about Tank, Tank, you know, really fights over three divisions, 30, 35, and 40. So, uh, Tank is always a guy that, you know, you want to watch and really just look out for <clears throat> because of the fact that uh, he's, he's must-see TV. You know, of course, he didn't get the knockout in his last fight. But, you know, Tank is always a guy who can who can get a knockout. So, Tank has got to watch. And next on my list is the man who, the only man to stop Showtime Sean Porter, who retired after his loss to Terrence Bud Crawford. The guy, man, Terrence Crawford has got to watch 2022. I feel that 2022 will be a big year for Terrence Crawford. I think it is a year for Terrence to put everybody on notice, even though he shouldn't have to. Um, but I think... Terrence is a guy to watch in 2022, even if he doesn't uh, get the Spence fight right away. Let's say he gets a fight uh, a fight in between that. You know, it's, it's, it's very, very important that we pay attention to see what Terrence Crawford's next move is going to be, you know. Uh, but he is somebody to watch in 2022. Of course, Canelo Alvarez is, is another guy to watch in 2022. Not much to be said about Canelo. He's moving up to Cruiserweight in his next uh, fight. And Canelo's a guy to watch because he has so many options on people that he can't fight. Benavidez, uh, Charlo, um, a trilogy with Triple G. If you know, he's just got so many, so many options, and that comes with territory when you are the pound for pound king. So, uh, very, very excited to see what will happen in uh, 2022 on a boxing stand. You know, from a boxing standpoint. Uh, also, man, uh, fights we want to see. Fights we want to see in 2022, man. And, and it's crazy that I look at my list that I made today, and it, it's it's a few fights that uh, 
was on the list in 2020. That was on the list in 2019. That was on the list in 2000. You know, um, even before I started doing the podcast, you know, these some of these fights have been on my list for a while, and I feel like 2022 is a, is is a deadline for some of these fights. So the jumping off, man, y'all know what it is. Spence versus Crawford. We have to see that fight this year, man. Uh, I feel like you know everything is lined up perfectly for it. Uh, I feel like both guys have beaten the. Uh, the opponents that they had to beat or needed to beat to really meet up with each other, you know, with with Terrence beating Kell Brook, with Terrence beating uh, Sean Porter in his last fight and stopping Sean Porter. It's like, okay, uh, I can't go anywhere else, but, you know, somebody has to fight me, you know, and I know that uh, the Spence fight is the one he really, really wants. So that fight has to happen, you know, as long as Earl takes, you know, as long as he take care of a bit, take care of business against Ugas, man. Excuse me. Uh, I feel like we will see that fight in late 2022. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, with Pacquiao just you know leaving the sport after his loss to Ugas, Keith Thurman uh, fighting Barrios this month. You know he may be a fight or two away. Uh, I feel like everything is, is lined up for these guys to uh, to fight. And then one of these guys have to see Jerron Boots Ennis, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's a fight that we want to see, man. Also, man, Plant versus Benavidez. I would love to see Caleb Plant and David Benavidez. There's been a lot of trash talk going back and forth over like the last two years. Um, I feel like that fight has to happen, especially now. Canelo being the kingpin at super middleweight. Uh, somebody has to, you know, really break out to, you know, bring him back down to 168 and, you know, present to him a you know, like a real challenge, you know, so I feel like planting Benavidez is a fight to, you know, to see, and, you know, if David can come out on top, is you know, he secures his spot as the second best super middleweight behind Saul Canelo Alvarez, so that's a fight that I want to see, uh, to, you know, you, you're really looking at one of the best offensive fighters in David Benavidez, and then the best one of the best defensive fighters in Caleb Plant. So that's a fight that we want to see also. Man, I would love to see Javante Tank Davis and Devin Haney. I, I, you know, I wasn't real big on Devin Haney, but he's grown on me. Uh, I've liked what I've seen from him in his last two fights. Uh, the last one being Jojo Diaz. And the one before that, I believe it was Jorge Linares. Uh, he's been able to, you know, weather the storm, show that, you know, he's got some real grit. Uh, Good boxing skills. I would like to see him challenge himself against somebody like Tank. And I would like to see Tank challenge himself against somebody like Devin Haney, man. So, um, any any lightweight, you know, matchup for me is one that I want to see. So, that's why they really uh, put all of them on here. You know, of course, I would love to see Davis versus George Cambosas. I would still like to see uh, Tank versus Loma, you know. Um, so, either one of those fights is a fight that, you know, People want to see in 2022, but it doesn't have to be on my list. Next on my list, man, is Jerron Ennis against any top big-name welterweight, man. He deserves it, man. I cannot stress that enough. He is my father to watch in 2022. He's my father to watch in 2022. So, I would love to see Boots against Spence. I would love to see Boots against Bud. I would love to see Boots against even Keith Thurman. You know, if Thurman looks good against Barrios and he wants to really secure his, you know, his spot as... Um, a big name welterweight still. Jerron Ennis is 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 knocking at the door of being you know 
a top guy, you know, at 147 for me. So, uh, like I said, man, somebody has to see the kid, you know. There's there there's no way around it. Somebody's got to see the kid. <clears throat> Next on the list, man, it will be David Benavidez versus Canelo Alvarez, which I feel like David is a guy who presents a different type of challenge for uh, for Saul Canelo Alvarez being 6'2", uh, speedy guy uh, with some power, great jab. Um, he's a guy that can present a real, real tough challenge for him. Uh, so I would like to see that. Um, and also I would like to see in 2022, an undisputed heavyweight fight, whether it's Fury versus Usyk, Fury versus Joshua. Uh, if somebody wants to beat Fury and, you know, they fight Usyk or Joshua, look, I want to see an undisputed heavyweight champion, man. You know, being younger, you know, growing up, uh, I didn't really pay attention to heavyweight, you know, fighting when I was first getting into boxing. You know, for me, it was Roy Jones and, you know, Floyd Mayweather. So, I'm, you know, I'm somewhat invested in the heavyweights. But I would like to see an undisputed heavyweight champion. I feel like, you know, I feel like the stars are lining up for that to happen as well. With Fury defeating uh, Wilder in his last fight, it's like, okay, uh, it's time for him to get a unification belt with, you know, those guys who's holding the other belts. But, you know, we got to get through Usyk versus Joshua too, and uh, I can't wait for that as well. But uh, those are my fights that I would like to see in 2022. If y'all don't mind, man, I'd like to know what's yours. Um, I did say that we wasn't going to take a short break in between, but we are. We're going to take a short break, man. I need it. I need to sneeze. I need a drink of water. <laughs> And then we're going to get into the last segment, which is the UFC review. And uh, let's get into it. Coming up next. All right, man. Let's get right into it. The UFC review of 2021. It is our last segment of this episode. Thank y'all for tuning in with me, man. It's, it's good to be back. You know, it really is, despite... Um, despite the lack of confidence and courage to do this, man. Uh... My mom has been on my mind pretty much this this whole time doing this. Uh, she's been, you know, my biggest supporter through it all. So I owe it to myself and her to continue to do this. And uh, like I said, man, thank you guys. But let's get into it, man. UFC review of 2021, the fighter of the year. The, the male fighter of the year. It's easy to pick, man. Kamaru, the Nigerian nightmare. Usman. Usman has been active you know he had two big fights in 2021 and uh he had very dominant fights in 2000 uh, 2021 excuse me you know he had a, a big win when they welcomed fans back into the arena in florida he had a big knockout win against the hometown guy one of my favorite fighters to watch jorge gambrick masvidal first ever finished masvidal so had a big win there and then his biggest rival in in in, in, in my opinion toughest opponent, you know, to put in front of him, Kobe Covington, and uh, with the progression that Usman has made since the first fight with Covington, this show, in the second fight, he was, you know, in my opinion, he was in full control of that fight, and uh, he was able to beat Kobe. Uh, Usman's my fight of the year, man. Uh, eager to see what he's... Honestly, eager to see who they're going to put in front of him in 2022. You know, uh, with him beating... Masvidal and Covington, you know, will we see Leon Edwards? Will we see uh, will we see Cosmo Kaimov? 
We don't know. But uh, right now, Usman is full control of, you know, he's in full control of the welterweight division. And right now, he can just sit back and, you know, really just let some things play out and, and see who, who's really going to, you know, be a real challenge to him. But uh, female fight of the year for me, uh, a lot of people I've seen uh, choose Juliana Pena with the big win she had over the greatest woman's fighter of all time, Amanda Nunes. But that one win is not enough for me, even though it is a very, very big win and a very big upset. For me, my female fighter year is none other than Thug Rose Nami Yunus. Uh, she had two big wins over Jean Guaili in the first one. On the same card, when Usman finished Masvidal, she reclaimed her UFC strawweight uh, strap. So, uh, loved Love what I've seen from Rose this year. Uh, and then in the rematch, beating John Willie again. I mean, Rose just showed uh, just the the, the leaps and, you know, and the strides she's made to really just be even better than, than what she was before. You know, I've always seen Rose as one of the top female fighters in the UFC alone. So to see her constantly, you know, improving constantly, really just believing her in, in, in her skills, you know, and it showed. So... Love what I seen from Rose. She's my female fighter of the year. And uh, let's uh, go into uh, fighter of the year, man. Come on now. If you are a real fan of UFC, we know that we uh, were waiting for uh, Gaethje and, and and Chandler. And boy, what a fight that was! That was that was a great fight. Uh, I was I was that was a great fight. And what they delivered. Uh, it was everything, you know. It was everything in that fight, you know. Back and forth, we seen knockdowns. They traded shots. Uh, easily, that's fight of the year for me. Uh, Gaethje versus Chandler. If you haven't seen that fight, go back and check out the highlights or you know the full fight. You won't be disappointed. But uh, for me, uh, fighters to watch going into 2022. Number one on the list is, is the Sugar Show. Sean O'Malley. Love what I see from Sean O'Malley. He is now a ranked UFC bantamweight, and I would like to see him continue to fight ranked UFC bantamweights, uh, improve his competition. I like, I like the fact that Dana White is really committed to letting this kid grow, uh, fight after fight, not really just throwing him in, you know, in the deep end. <clears throat> so, the Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley is a guy to watch in 2022. Um, also on the list, man. Uh, fighters to watch in 2022 is uh, none other than Juliana Pena. I would love to see what Juliana Pena brings to the table in 2022. I know it will be an immediate rematch against Amanda Nunes. Uh, if she beats Nunes, you know, what does 2022 hold for Pena then? But she is somebody to watch because she has another big fight ahead of her in the rematch whenever that will be. So be on the lookout for Juliana Pena. <clears throat> Next on the list, man, is Kamzak Kaimev. Kaimev is right now the biggest threat to Kamaru Usman's UFC welterweight title reign. Uh, Kaimev is a big, he's a big 170. You know, he he's fought at, at middleweight as well. Nobody has been able to challenge him in the slightest bit, you know, in the slightest way. You know, uh, Kaimev has pretty much dominated and ran through everybody he's uh, faced in the UFC. So I know he's maybe, you know, a fight or two away from you know, a title fight or maybe, a, you know, his next fight may be a big fight that puts him in that, you know, picture. But Kai Mib is somebody to watch, man. Also, fighters to watch in 2022 is a man who will be fighting this month in a heavyweight clash against the heavyweight king, Francis Ngannou. A guy to watch is Cyril Gaon. Cyril Gaon, 
dominated and picked apart Derrick Lewis in his last fight in his hometown of Houston, Texas. He made it look easy against Derrick Lewis. So uh, I'm very, very interested to see what 2022 will hold for him. Um, if he can get past Francis Ngannou, you know, I can see him squaring up against uh, John Jones. You know, we're all waiting for John Jones' heavyweight debut. But Cyril Gunn is somebody to watch. Also, last on the list, man, uh, Charles Dubronx Oliveira in his last fight in the last pay-per-view of 2021 defeated none other than the dust than Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Um, what Oliveira has been able to do over the last few years uh, the growth that he's made where people question his heart, question his grit and his ability, you know, to stay in fights. And, you know, people have, have called him quitter. And uh, 2021 was a big year for him. You know, uh, he won the UFC lightweight strap in a fight against Michael Chandler where, you know, it got rough for him in that first round. He didn't quit. He came back immediately and in the beginning of the second round, dropped Chandler and ended up finishing Chandler. And then he got finished over Dustin Poirier. Uh, same thing happened. You know, he stayed in there. He got he got hurt. He got rocked. He weathered the storm and got the finish. So, Charles Oliveira's got to watch 2022 because there are some fights on the horizon for him in the UFC lightweight division. We know how stacked that division is with uh, Dustin and Gaethje and Chandler. Uh, you got uh, Islam Makachev. Um, you have you also have Benil Dariush. And you know, despite him coming off an of in you know in Injury is always Conor McGregor there. So, <clears throat> Charles Oliveira, the lightweight king, is somebody that we have to watch in 2022, man. And fights we want to see in 2022, and this will be the last segment of this um, of this episode, man. McGregor versus DS3 is something that I would like to see in 2022, or McGregor versus Poirier 4 with the way that that last fight ended, Conor uh, having the... Uh, you know, the break of the fibula and the tibia. I would like to see them running back. Uh, I would like to see Poirier versus Gaethje too. You know, if Dustin, does, you know, if he decides to stick around at 155, I would like to see him running back with Gaethje. If Gaethje doesn't get the title fight against Charles Oliveira next, which I feel that he should, you know, he earned it in his fight with uh, Chandler. <clears throat> but that's a fight that I would like to see. I would like to see uh, Max Holloway versus uh alexander the great volkanovsky three i feel like uh max won the second fight didn't go his way but uh max just defeated yair rodriguez it's only right that uh that that he gets that fight you know he had a master class against calvin Cater in the beginning of the year in 2021 so it's only right that he gets that fight next i would like to see michael chandler and tony ferguson you know even with tony ferguson getting older uh, not looking as good in his last few fights. Still, you know, he's a guy that people want to see. And I think uh, a fight with Michael Chandler is another fight that, you know, produces so many fireworks, you know. Uh, Chandler being that, you know, that just steamroller. And Tony being as tough as he is, I would love to see that fight. Uh, also, uh, I would like to see the Pena versus Nunez rematch. We all know. That uh, Juliana shocked the world and uh, defeated uh, the great Amanda Nunes. I would love to see that. I would love to see Kamaru Usman and Kamsmat Kaimelf. I, I mean, I feel like he's the only guy that can challenge him right now. No disrespect to Leon Edwards, but I, I, I think Usman defeats Edwards. And last, Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. A lot of bad blood. Uh, I would love to see them selling it in the octagon. But those are my fights to see in 2022. 
Thank y'all for tuning in for the very first episode of the Callaway Sports Podcast. Uh, we got a good year um, ahead of us. This will be another great year. Um, continue to support. Continue to spread the word about the best podcast out there, the Callaway Sports Podcast, man. Um, I pray that 2022 will be a blessing to all of you. Um, enjoy the year. Be safe. Be diligent. And be productive. Thank you, guys. And uh, see you guys next time, man.